guys, I am so honored, thrilled, happy, excited that I have one of the most beautiful women I've worked with and such a humble person. Everyone, please welcome Miss Melina. How are you? <laughs> she said all that about me. <laughs> oh, Vicky, I love you. <laughs> oh, I love you too. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. You I'll look great. Positive. Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes you don't feel like it. you always question how, well, you know what? No, no. In reality, I don't, it doesn't matter how I look. I'm just happy to, I'm happy to make other people happy. I'm happy that I'm my, my parents' child, you know, still, even at this age, you know, <laughs> to be my brother's sister. Like, I'm just happy being me. And it just, sometimes like, if it's just me, I'm, I'm, confident in myself and who I am I gain weight I don't care I'm happy as is the person I am but then when you think about how wrestling coming from wrestling and how people expect like how are you going to age how do you look are you are you lean are you not like it's it's hard to be that what whatever people expect you to be and sometimes I wonder like, oh my goodness, do I, do I still look good enough for them? <laughs> like, are they gonna like uh, be upset like if I start aging? But at the same time, the only way to, to condition people in, to age with you is to, you know, share it with them. Yeah, you know, I love that advice. And that's something that's so interesting you talk about. We have so much to talk about on my show. I have all these notes <laughs> about you. Um, <laughs> is that, you know, what's so great and awful at the same time being in business, you know, when we were together, was it like 10 years ago, there was such an expectation of females to be thin, to have the long hair, to look a certain way. And we were heels. So I think we got away with a little bit of it because we could, you know, I, we didn't, we, we didn't have to care, you know, how we looked. Of course we did, but I mean, you know, we were heels, so we we're the bad guys, but it's funny how people expected that same uh, those same expectations outside the ring, whether we were at home or, you know, after wrestling, people just think, well, you're still supposed to look thin. You're supposed to still have like, you know, dyed hair. And I'm like, no, I'm 52. And this is how God's making me for today. So this is what you get. <laughs> you, know, yeah. so it's, you, you have to love yourself first before you can expect anyone else to do that for you. And I think that's something I really live by every day. Yeah, it's true. I think the more that people try to like prevent it and stop it and change it and everything, well, you're just giving your, your, your family, your children or people, you know, complexes about getting older when in reality, you should embrace the whole entire process. Like, I can't wait. I, my mom always like keeps telling me, she's like, you, that's your natural hair color. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> But I have like four white hairs and they're pure white, you know, so I have four, but, you know, I'm waiting for them to grow in. But when I was younger, I saw my, my grandmother and my great grandmother, my great grand, my grandmother had um, peppered hair. So it was like white and silver and, and dark gray. And then my um, great grandmother, she had like white, white hair, long white hair. Ooh. Oh, beautiful. And I was like, that's how I want to look. Like, I want the long white hair. <laughs> and, and women pay so much money for that. Like, I'm trying to dye my hair all silver because I, I do have a lot of gray hair. And I, I used to always have black hair. I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of spending money, like, on all these color dyes and salons. I'm just going to do it naturally. But it's funny how you say that because women spend thousands of dollars to have gray hair when they're only, like, under 30 like it's, it's really kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> but then that's the beauty of like now we could like 
it can be accepted for it. Now people are embracing it. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. That's and, and great. Gray hair brings wisdom. So you let that gray hair, you know, grow in. That's okay with me. I hope it's white. I hope it's white hair. Yeah. <laughs> I want to so, look like I'm in shock. <laughs> so, Melina, let's catch up my listeners on Baby girl, you are. Me. So we I'm have our dog. No. Yeah. So just to let everyone know, we're working from home, you know, during this COVID thing. And we have our dogs. I have my two dogs. They're outside my door scratching, which I'm going to ignore right now. And you have your dog. So. <laughs> Feel free if they need to like growl or, or be a dog. Don't worry about it. We're going to go. We're going to fly with this episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for my listeners, you're a professional wrestler that um, was very widely known in uh, WWE. And you were trained by Jesse Hernandez at the School of Hard Knocks. Correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. And you debuted in, two, in 2001. So how was that journey getting into the wrestling business and then your debut. I mean, how was that for you? I mean, was it something you were ready for or did Jesse just say, Hey, you're going to, you're going to go audition and this is how it's going to, this is how it's going to go. And then you make it like, how, how was that for you? Oh, no, you know what? The weird thing is, is I've always watched wrestling. Like it was a thing with me and my brother. Like we watched, I always pick on my brother. Cause I always tell him he used to like pick on me and torture me. And that was the only time he, he didn't like torture me or beat me up or something. <laughs> so it was like, we would sit there in front of the TV and it's like, I'm getting along with them. This is cool. And then we would get like, get into wrestling and we got along for that moment. So that's like, it's a, it's a very special place in my heart, along with like all these other things that I love about wrestling. And never did I ever think that I would ever be a wrestler. Like you know, I think on the East Coast, maybe like there's so many schools that people it's like they know it's possible. But on the West Coast, I didn't know there was any schools. Nobody talks about like how to become a wrestler back in those days. So when I came across it, I just did it for conditioning because I thought it was a cool thing to do. Like, oh, my goodness, I always wanted to know how that was like. And so I just did it because I wanted to just, you know, just to do it for for conditioning and to learn. I didn't think I'd go anywhere with it but how, how, how old were you when you started uh going to the school uh I think uh about 20 or 21 so if you didn't go into wrestling what would you have done I mean what what, what, what are the other things you were into in life besides wrestling if you didn't go into wrestling what would you be doing today I, I was a medical assistant back then <laughs> I wanted to be a doctor <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's interesting. Um, so, did how do how do you see your 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 choices? I mean, do you regret not going into the medical field, or are you happy being the wrestler? Like, I mean, how was that? Did you ever second guess yourself? You know what? The crazy thing is, is um, for a, for a little bit, like when it comes to like my my dark moments in wrestling. So sorry, Reina, Reina, come on, my dogs. <laughs> when it comes to my dark moments in wrestling there's like there's been like these thoughts of should I have gone and taken another route because when you're a heel and everybody hates you and then you're just kind of doing you're doing I I was doing what I love but at the same time I wanted to be a part of like appearances I wanted to go to children's hospitals I wanted to do stuff for other people that was the whole point of of being a doctor like I wanted to help others and you know, just make people smile, do try to do good in the world. 
and as a heel you can't do that it's like it's like the the appearances are for the baby faces at least back then it was <laughs> I know I I hated that <laughs> I know they're like no 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 <laughs> nobody loves you I'm like oh but I want to spread joy <laughs> yeah I know yeah that's so true so um whenever you were uh what what which superstars got you interested in watching TV? Like you were like, they were kind of your mentors to get you excited to follow that career choice. Uh, you know, there wasn't really any that like made me want to follow the career choice because I didn't even know I, I was able to do it, you know? <laughs> but I, you know, it definitely, I always tell people, there's so many people that I love. Like you think of um, Mildred Burke and you think of like, I, I, I love Mildred Burke because, you know, she's the one we got to pay respect for her for everything she had to endure to have yeah. what we have today with all the setbacks in between, you know? And then I, of course I love Sensational Sherry is, I love Alondra Blaze. I love, um, I got to give credit to um, Rockin' Robin and, and um, Velvet McIntyre. Like there's so many like old school where I'm like, you know, that they were, they were awesome. But Sensational Sherry was it for me. It was oh. it for me. Like, oh my goodness. Her clothes, her attitude. She did everything like, oh my goodness. And usually back in those times, they loved um, Miss Elizabeth. You know, she was she was the star and I was like why don't they like like Sherry like why even though yeah. she was the bad guy I was like oh <laughs> like everything she's like, oh my god you know when <laughs> I when I inducted Eddie into the hall of fame sensational Sherry was going into the hall of fame and when we were getting our makeup done I could see her and I was just like oh my god like I'm sitting here with sensational Sherry because I used to watch the women when me and Eddie would watch wrestling like you know, the guys, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's cute, whatever. But the, the women were like the ones that caught my attention. And whoever knew that I was going to be, you know, in the, in being a superstar with WWE and being a manager and a heel. But something about Sherry was just so incredibly impressive to me, the way she had her makeup and her voice. And she was so confident that when I got into WWE, it was like, I started watching her videos. I started studying her because, you know, to be a manager, which you know of it, and a wrestler, I mean, it takes a lot of confidence for a woman to be out there on their own. Yeah. And she worked with everybody, like no matter who she worked with, no matter what the scenario was, it's like, she was just, she stole the show. Like, and it, it, she never faltered, you know what I mean? And just to watch her and then to talk to her, like, she is so sweet. Yeah. so sweet like those are I I was just thinking I was talking to my brother yesterday about this this scenario because the first time I met her was Joey Joey had to to like nudge me like go say hi because I looked I was like oh my god it's sensational Sherry I was like oh my goodness she's right here backstage like I didn't know what to say and me being quiet and shy I was like oh my goodness like I didn't know what to like how how to interact because I know I would I would just embarrass myself <laughs> And so I was like, she's cool. Just go up to her. And then he had to introduce like, oh, by the way, Sherry, Molina's a really big fan. And I was like, oh my goodness, how embarrassing. Stop it, Joey. <laughs> but I'm glad he did it because she is just absolutely so sweet. Um, like, meeting, I think meeting her and meeting like um, Linda Carter, it makes me want to cry because wow. we, look, we look up to him, you know, my my heart was just like, I looked up to them and I just admired them so much. And they're just a part of me that I was like, oh my goodness. 
And I, I would look back and every time I see anything sensational Sherry, like when I see her all glittered up, yeah. Her, her, she would try. To, she would try to tell. I remember she went and she said, "I know something for you." She went and she got glitter and baby oil, and it was so much of it. And she's like, "Here you go." She glittered me up. She's like, "You always go out there with glitter." <laughs> I was like, "It's so much glitter." Oh my god! But, but it's such an honor, you know, such an honor that That's somebody I looked up to. Oh my goodness. Oh my God, don't cry because then I'm going to cry and this is going to be like an emotional show. Okay. All right. So let's, let's, what are your favorite memories of WWE? Because you were part of the trio of Eminem, which was with, um, you know, John Morrison and Joey McIntyre. How was that? I mean, y'all were hot back then. I mean, even when Eddie was wrestling and you guys were, you know, doing your thing, you must, you were very dominating as a female because you carried your own Molina with these two guys. I mean, your entrances and your, your character was so captivating to me. I mean, how, how was that? I mean, cause you know, working with other guys, there's a lot of pressure on a woman. I believe so, you know, because I worked with Edge and Dolph Ziggler. I mean, there's, if you don't do it right, they're not going to want to work with you. Yeah, exactly. I had to go through a lot of, of stuff because that's basically what people like what people saw of me was they saw that um, well they saw uh, I guess how I looked and this is the thing that everybody needs to understand and I guess nobody knows because I don't talk you know is that I was you know I was a tomboy I'm my brother's little sister you know all I want to do is hang out with my brother so I was never a girly girl. But once puberty hits, I guess people saw me differently. I don't know, like I, but I never saw myself that way, you know? And I, I never saw myself that way until it seemed like wrestling, when wrestling happened, then it's like, oh, you're cute or you're this. I'm like, I, I don't think so. I just see myself really? as my brother's little sister. <laughs> you were one of the most beautiful women that I saw enter the ring. And your your whole impression to the audience was your you know, your character and you had confidence. And I, I think you really underestimate yourself because when you came out with on the stage with the guys or whether you're by yourself, Melina, you had the whole audience in the palm of your hand. Oh, but see, that's confidence in my work. You know what I mean? And in the persona and that when it came to, you know, kind of like if it came to fighting, I know like I, even in real life, and this is me back in the day, like when I'm quiet and the first thing I go to is talk to people and hug people and everything. But if it ever came down to it, I'm going to be there for my family. It's like, what? Okay. I got your back. <laughs> I got your back. And yeah. so I can, that's the way I saw that persona is that, you know what? This character has her family's back. Those boys are my family. Like if when Jillian came along, she's my family. You know what I, mean? I always saw it like that. And this is what this character is going to do. She's not going to be the one who it's like, I'm going to run to somebody. You take care of it. No, she's going to be able to take, like, handle it herself or back up her boys when they need help, too. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid of anything. That's the way the character was. And that's, I guess, it, that's a little bit me, too. So I'm that's glad a, it came across that way. But the, the sexy part and all this stuff, no, <laughs> no I didn't see myself as that. <laughs> wow, that's, that's incredibly surprising to me because uh, you were just, you were one of the main characters. I mean, you were... Like, of course, the guys, you know, the girls in the audience probably went to see the guys, but you had a lot of attention on yourself and, you know, the way you dressed and your gear was just so sexual. I mean, I was just like, 
I want to be her. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. You know, like, yeah, go Belinda. I'll do that. <laughs> I mean, you, you really, you really held yourself to a high standard and you talk about being so quiet, but I think we had a different relationship next week because you knew Eddie first and then me and the girls fell in love with you. So you became my family, you know, not just as Eddie's wife. And you were, even though you were self-spoken, I, I never saw you as shy or bashful. I mean, I guess because we were, maybe because I just talked to you so much, you're like, all right, I'm just going to talk to this lady because she won't shut up. But I mean, <laughs> you were you were actually our family. And the girls, I remember, they'd be like, where's Melina? And they would hang out with you like all day. Like they would just go tag along with you. And But you, you had such a great impression on people. And it, you know, I, I think you, you forget how really you were personal with everyone backstage. Oh, I love you. Sometimes people think that shy is kind of like, 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 like scared or something like timid scared. But no, it's just I, I, I don't talk. But the face probably doesn't seem like I'm shy. But I'm always listening. And I just don't know. I never knew what to say. Like, I was really bad at communicating. But I, I, I'm, I was really great. And I still kind of I think that's the quietness and the listening part made me good at listening to people and feeling their feelings. But I was just never able to articulate what I felt and what I wanted to say. So even though it didn't seem like I was shy, I actually was. <laughs> and that, but with you guys, you have to understand like you, you're my family too. Like you guys got me through when I didn't feel like I belonged. You, your family got me through so much. You have no idea. Cause you reminded me, Eddie reminded me of my father, you know, and you guys remind me of my family and I miss them. Like I spent my whole entire life being with my family to get moved and just travel with everybody else without ever going home. I wasn't used to that at all. I was just, cause my family, we lived with each other, like with each other, around each other, you know, my whole entire life. So I do not know a non-family environment. So yeah. I miss them so much. And then Joy was like my brother. I had my yeah. surrogates. <laughs> yeah. Favorite things that you can think of that, that you walk away smiling about? Oh my goodness! Yeah, you know, I, I think all of it though. Everybody hates when I answer like that, but it really was all of it. Like that year, two was it two thousand and five? That year, like I took every move from everybody. You know what I mean? Like it was like Kurt Angle. I almost got fu'd, and then like <laughs> the frog splash by Eddie. Like I was taking so many moves from people that I was like, yeah. <laughs> And that's cool because you know what, like you don't see a lot of women, and especially nowadays, get take moves from guys. Like you have your intergender matches, but when it comes to like like a center, like a center show, a featured thing, and then you take a move, that's like you earn your stripes like that, you know? Yeah, and that's funny you say that because when I joined in two thousand six, you know, the guys and girls were able to feud with each other until. WWE got those sponsors and they're like, oh no, we don't want the guys hitting the girls. And you know, we don't want Edge attacking Vicky. And I'll be like, oh, I'm okay with it though. Like, I'm good. You know, he has my permission. Like, oh no, no, we can't do this. And it kind of got boring a little bit because that was the fun of it was that if the guy was hitting me, I could hit him back. And there was like a receipt to pay, you know, for that. But then, yeah. you know, 
and back then it was so much fun that you could take all those moves from the guys and then now it's like it's unheard of because oh no you can't you can't land on a girl because you know that's like you know abuse or whatever but back then we were like okay we got it we can do it tonight yeah that's fine you know and we took that because we proved ourselves that and you you just i mean you put a standard for the women's division of if you weren't going to take anything less than what a hundred percent i mean you you were a champ, Melina. I mean, you did things with those guys that I was just like, man, she good for her. I was like, good for her. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that means a lot. That really means a lot because I think people couldn't get past like, you know, I, I did the little skirts, even though I didn't, um, I never wore, like, I didn't ever wear um, skirts or dresses. Like, I really wasn't that girl to wear that. But this is a, a show, and this is a character. And I wanted to make her into, like, a Paris Hilton type of character that I was like, okay, I have to go. This is an acting role, and I'm going to dress up like this. And if they hate me, that's good, because I'm a heel. But some people couldn't get past that. They're like, oh, she's a hoe, and da 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 because you're a woman and that's the thing. And if you talk to a guy, oh, she must be having sex with him. Yeah. So I can't talk to anybody. Like I remember I, I always like would listen because sometimes, you know, the women don't get the same advice or be, or getting told the same way of advice. It's like the way the advice gets told. It's not the same as when they tell the men. So I would always be near the guys and I'd listen because you know what, I'm gonna learn from how they explain it to you. And that's how, that's how I'm gonna learn. I, because they probably, especially since I wasn't wrestling at that time, I wanted to learn through the boys. And then it's like, oh, well, you're just hanging around because you're probably like, you know, do like wanting to get attention from them. I'm like, no, I'm learning. Yeah. And there's so many misconceptions and things get crossed where it's like, you know, because I'm, I guess I look, perception is reality and their perception of me or people's perception of me is that, you know, I have boobs and I'm wearing skirts that it's, they can't get past that, but yeah. I'm a person who wants to learn or wanted to learn everything I can about the craft that I love. And, you know, through the whole entire process up until Eminem and even past that, I had to earn my spot there. And people treated me as if like, oh, what are you gonna do? Are you just gonna stand there? And you're just gonna look like, with dress up like that and that's it? No, I changed people's minds by working with them, knowing every spot there is you know, being there when I'm supposed to be there and adding to it. And then people wanted to work with you, you know, and it was a great, it was a great honor. And I'm so thankful for that experience. And Eddie, you have to know, like, Eddie, he, he looked at me like, all right. Like at first he was like, all right, okay, fine. We'll, we'll do that spot. And then after working, and then he started realizing that, oh my gosh, you actually, she's actually like learning and she actually wants to be here and she could actually do moves. Oh, all right. And then, then he started like, you know, putting that wall down. And then it, it started feeling like, oh, like he, he'd always say like, so how, how's everything going today? Like he was just like, so sweet, but it's well, that. You earned his respect though. I mean, and that takes a lot for the guys to want to work with the women back then you know and i think eddie loved your work that he was just like he thought you were hella cool he was just like this is melina you hear girls this is melina you know i mean he he welcomed you and i i think that's and you're you're right because guys do have a lesser um you know a lesser impression of women you know because they think oh okay you know, she's gonna probably you know screw up this angle or whatever but in reality <laughs> We really, I mean, you know, me working with Edge and Dolph and you working with the guys, 
we really had a lot of pressure on us to earn that spot and to earn that respect from the guys. Yeah. But then once you do, like it's, you know, it's just part of what it goes, the way it goes. Sometimes people just need to watch and see, like, let's see what this person has, but it just makes it more beautiful when you earn that respect. Like I, I, I wouldn't change it any other way. Okay. Like go ahead and, and, and see me that way. I mean, but value what, or I'm, it's just when you earn it, like, I don't want people to see me in a bad way. That was horrible. You know what I mean? It's, oh my goodness. But I, to me, it's like the obstacles are fine because it's all about earning that the right to be there. It's earning that position of what you love. That's right. And I am, I'm cool with that. Like I'm, it made it that much you know, gratifying when people just started watching, like gathering around the monitor backstage, like, okay, what she's going to do next? What is she going to do next? Yeah. And that felt good. Like, damn, I got people's attention. That's oh. amazing. That is so great. Um, and I, I just want to, I just want to say thank you because you had an IG post in 2020 about, you had a picture of uh, Eddie and the girls and myself, and you talked about the love of our family and how much you loved us. And I just want to say publicly that um, you have been a part of our family for a very, very long time. And all the respect and love that me and the girls uh, talk about you, you know, from old times and back in the day during WrestleMania, you are very respected by us. And I just want to say thank you right back to you because I think of you as a sister in the business. And, and I, I just thank you for that love because uh, you keep remembering Eddie and that means a lot to us. Oh, I love you so much, Vicky. Uh, oh, I, <laughs> that's I why I had to do this. I was like, of oh, course good. I want to do your podcast. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> well, now this brings me back to, because I had you on my list, because I saw you in London for the London Film and Comic Con Festival, and that was a lot of fun. And I, also, you made an appearance recently on WWE for uh, Raw Legends Night. Tell us how that was to be back at WWE and what were your what were your feelings I mean was it like oh man maybe I could do this again or was it like nah I'm good like I I did my run like this is just a one-night stand (laughs) (laughs) you know this was this was like a better feeling in a sense in a way if it wasn't for the COVID (laughs) but um, the year before, about what was it, a year and a half, or no, it was a, it's a year and two months before. I did. It was a reunion, and that one was the where I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know how's it gonna be, how's it gonna feel like, because I haven't been back. I've, I've been gone for eight years at that point. I was like, oh, I don't know wow, how. That's be a long like. time. Wow. There? Okay. And so it's just like, okay, I don't know how it's weird it's it's like feeling like the still the new kid on the block like I as yeah. if I don't know how to how it was gonna be or how I was gonna react because I don't know it's just that feeling of anxiousness like how are they gonna look at me and how are people gonna treat me and I don't know just just are you yelled out for something <laughs> And, but but then everybody was just so nice that I thought, oh, this was good. This was like therapeutic. I needed that. So this time around, I, I, I had no fears. But then at the same time, it was just so quiet. And I thought, wow, <laughs> it's so quiet back here that, uh, that I kind of like liked hanging out at the makeup place because there was music and energy and people were talking. <laughs> and then we had our uh, masks on. And I, I mean, I felt comfortable because thank goodness we are, we're all wearing masks because I'm 
I'm cautious with the whole scenario yeah. of COVID, you know? And people keep asking me if I've taken pictures with anybody backstage. No, I think everybody was just so busy or maybe they're afraid to ask for pictures. I don't know. You never know what's going through somebody's mind because yeah. I've been through that. I've been through that. Like, I don't want to be Marky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to bother them that maybe they didn't like want to ask or maybe they're busy, but uh, I loved seeing everybody's face. I, I like, I enjoyed seeing it. Like, it's just, it's heartbreaking a little bit because I wish I could have done something like slap somebody. <laughs> just do a little something. I, something. Well, I, I love the dress you wore, Melina. It was beautiful. It was like a Corilla DeVille type style of dress. I mean, it was gorgeous. But leopard. <laughs> oh, yeah, mama. Yeah, it was beautiful. It, you look gorgeous on TV. Oh, thank you. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dress up Melina style. Like, I'm not, just, I'm just gonna try to, if this is all I got, I'll try to like dress it up so then I could be a little bit memorable or memorable <laughs> for a second, for at least a second. <laughs> so let me ask you: Are, are do you have any uh, further discussion of doing another run anywhere else, or do you think about going back to do another run with you know in your career? I, of course I want to. The, the sad part is I was told that um, I have, a, well, basically my ACLs hanging by a thread, I think. I need to call the doctor and have them explain it to me. But that's what it was explained to them. They're like, no, her ACL is shot. And I was like, oh my goodness, I've been working. I've been working on this knee and I didn't even know this. Oh my and gosh so I need surgery and the thing is I don't know when I'm going to get surgery and when I'm able to do that and by the time I do that and I, I heal will I still be able to come back will I my body still hold up will I still look the part and what sucks is people still they don't care like they're judgmental when it comes to how a woman looks. And it's like, ah, oh, you know, men could get older. They could be in their fifties and sixties and still wrestle. But if you're a woman, no, every, it's like, oh no. And then you get here, people cut promos on how, this is, this is another thing that I, I think is funny too. You hear the young generation calling out people, oh, they're old, oh, they're this. Oh, you just want to relive your glory days. And I think, are you serious? How is it? I, I think about how like the things I said, even if it's just in character, when I was Melina, you know, back in the day, and I think, how did no veteran step up and cut like a, a greenhorn down? You know what I mean? Yeah. What And the reality of life in general is that when you're young, you have all the confidence, no fear, all this stuff you do. And that's a plus. But when you're older, you're wiser, smarter, and have experience. So in reality, a veteran could kick your ass. <laughs> like that's the reality. Except yeah. they don't they don't go all out because you know what? They could pick and choose their moments because they're they're wiser, they're smarter at it. It's more decisive. And I that's what I'll be working. I'm probably gonna be working um, somewhere. I know I'm gonna work with Jazz this weekend at SWE Fury. And yes. I want to start like adding, making that character happen where it's like, you know what, people use this, use this right here. And if any, like I, like the people I work with, whoever I manage, you know what, I'm going to teach you to work smarter, to work smarter. So then you could get the upper hand. Like, and that's, I, that, I'm excited about that. 
I think that's amazing. You know, I, with me being in AEW right now, there's so many young women that are coming up from the Indies and they're being signed. And to share my knowledge and my experiences <clears throat> is something that's so priceless because they think of things like, well, I never thought of that. Or, you know, just even like helping them work with the camera, you know, and they, you, you don't realize how, how self-conscious they are and how bashful they are. And for someone to come in and say, no, you have to break those walls. You have to be comfortable in front of the camera. They need, they need that. They need that guidance and that structure to say, you know, here's Vicky Gore on 52, you know, and I'm not here to break you down. I'm here to build you up and to make you a better character. And then they kind of like feel better. It's like, they kind of feel like, oh, well, here comes, you know, this veteran or whatever. But then when I show them, I'm like, you know, we're here to share our experience and our knowledge to make, make you better. Cause when you're better then the women's division gets even greater, you know, because we're here to, we're all in this together, but you know, it's very mind boggling when, you have these, you know, cute girls that come up and they're have no wrinkles and, you know, they're like, you know, everything's like all beautiful. And then I'm just like, all right, we're just going to go, we're, we're just going to pass all this and we're just going to get right to work. <laughs> it's just funny, you know, but they, it's just, it's, it's very, it's a mind game with me because, you know, at 52, I'm, I'm not, I don't do the Botox. I don't do, I don't do all the, you know, the, the anything that makes me look younger because, I, this is who I am. I mean, I'm going to be as human as possible and transparent. And, you know, uh, this is my age. Like, I'm not going to try and be a 30 year old. I mean, God, I'd be exhausted at the end of the day, like trying to suck in all the corsets and, you know, put in like the spanks and everything. I'm too lazy for that. I'm like, oh man, I have to put on layers. I know. <laughs> I got to find the control top pantyhose. Where do I find that these days? <laughs> I know. Yeah, and it's never like the way you see it on the commercials and stuff where it's like, oh, it's perfect. I'm like, no, um, with my body type, <laughs> it no, doesn't work I, for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry to hear about your injury. And I hope you get that fixed because, you know, you want longe longevity, you know, for whether you go back to manage Melina or just to be out in a show, people are going to love seeing you. I think that's just the, the most amazing part of your character is that even if you went to manage a guy, you still have it. Like you, you'll always have it. Like you don't need to be in the ring to do a 10 minute match just to prove that you're Melina. Like you can walk out and cut a promo and people are going to be like, Oh, there's Melina. Yeah, let's do this. You know? So, you know, have confidence in yourself that get your surgery, you know, take care of you, but you always got it to come back and, and be the highlight for different promotions. Oh, I love you. I feel that I feel I feel that way too. But again, it's the it's it's whatever companies, you know, they kind of like, well, why can't it's like I'm in a weird little middle position where it's like I'm a legend, but at the same time, I don't I guess I don't I I don't think I look great, but at the same time, people still think I look younger or something, where they treat me like I'm still the same person. As if I didn't have years of, of, of doing stuff. And I'm like, how is this? How am I getting treated like this? But then why give a position to a person like me when they could get a younger person who's, you know, healthy, never had uh, any injuries. I'll go out there and kill themselves. Because <laughs> like, you got the but, experience. But, you, I, I, you... but I'm like, I'm, I tell people, I'm like, but I'm money. Like, I guarantee you, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to bring it, like, to fill seats. 
that's what the character does. That's the beauty behind yeah. having a character. And it's just, I don't know like why it just doesn't seem to happen. But when people do see the potential that is behind me, then I'm like, oh, you know, I, my loyalty heart, my, my heart's loyal to them. I'm like, oh, anything for you because oh. you, you see what I'm able to do. And that's all I want to do is, is do what I know is possible. Yeah. And you, you always have that. I mean, you always will. And I think that's <laughs> something that always believe in yourself with that because you could just, sh- I mean, you showed up to, you know, raw. And people loved you. I mean, did you hear the audience? I mean, everyone loved you when you stepped down that camera. So always believe that because there's only one Melina and be proud of that. Oh, I love you, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> and I, see, it's my show. So I can say what I can take as long as I want to like, tell you how great you are. And that, that was my purpose for today. Oh. <laughs> but oh, don't cry. Don't cry. Okay. <laughs> so Melina. I asked on social media people to send questions in to to ask questions for you and you wouldn't believe the response. I think you had like over 60 questions within like a day and a half. And of course I had to cut it down because man, I if I could do all of them, I think we'd be here till like eight o'clock at night answering all the questions. But I wanted I, I have a lot of them for you because they were really great questions and I want you to be able to make the fans happy to have their question heard on air. So we have the first one is uh, from Jazzy Bella, and she's uh, asking if you were to return to WWE for one more match, who would it be and why? Why is it always one more match? <laughs> one more, one more match. It's like it's crazy because um, it's a hard thing to choose. You know what I mean? It it, it all depends on the moment and whatnot. Um, uh, I always say. Wait, hold on. Let me get the puppy dogs. Come here, Reina. Come here, Reina. Reina Join in the conversation. She keeps like, she's attacking my other, like the older dog. And that's why he's like, rr, rr. I'm like, oh, you're annoying just like me when I was a kid. <laughs> oh my goodness, Reina. He's trying to chew on his oh. bone. Yeah, chew the face. Hey. It's oh. Mexicana. Oh, how cute. <laughs> that's right (laughs) but um I always thought that if I were to have a retirement match I would want it to be against Mickey because it's a bookend to my career you know and you know my first real storyline like the um when it comes to OVW when it comes to winning the championship for the first time it all began with Mickey and to have that as a bookend would be beautiful beautiful but I know people were like, no, I want to hear like an, one of the newbies, like not the newbies, they're, they're new to me, yeah. but they're, they're yeah. established to them. And, and they, I, I see like, I get a lot for Sasha, Naomi. I'd like to, um, to uh, go against Charlotte, Asuka. Like those are so many. Yes. And it's like, oh my goodness. I, I, I don't know because I could see my character working with anybody and having yeah. an incredible match with any of them because they're they're just unique and they're so filled with passion and athleticism yeah i'm like wow i could see anything (laughs) yeah let me pick a name any name (laughs) (laughs) okay so here's one from chris alcock and he says um i've recently been having a very tough time with a heartbreak and separation from my partner and there are children involved i reached out to melina on cameo as i was looking for a way to get some inspiration and some positive words from someone i admire and respect 
she responded so well and, re and returned a video to me, which I've watched almost daily and oh. always return to when I'm feeling the strain on my heart again. I can't wait for your interview with her. Please let her know how much I love her and respect her and think of her every day. Oh, how sweet is that? I thought that was really special. I remember that because like, I, you know, you have to, I told him he had to remember about his daughters. You know, that's, they are physical embodiments of his strength and the person that he is. And when it comes to, you know, relationship that ends, yeah, it's sad to see it end. But the thing is, is you got to be grateful for the time you've had that went, you know, when it was good. Right. And then, right. And say that's, goodbye. That's good advice. Yeah, that is very good advice. Aww. I'm sending okay. love to him. Sending love to him. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, this one is, uh, what was your biggest inspiration behind all of your gear and who designed it for you? This is from Trey Cooper. Oh, my goodness. I actually talked to somebody on Cameo about that. Like, oh, I wish I remembered all the people who did my gear, but it was always somebody different all the time. Or it's like, really? who's available? Because sometimes people just stop or either they or they they move on to like bigger names. And it's like, oh, the guys, you know, I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh my God, I hate to be a girl. And nobody wants to do gear because of got to do the top names. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah. But I would have different people, but then I would like, I would either draw it out or I'd say how, how I want to do it. I wish I had names so then I could give them credit because I had a lot of great gear that I just loved. I absolutely loved. But wow. um, it was always sexual too. I mean, it's beautiful and sexual at the same time. The weird thing that you say that I was like, man, people again, you whore, look at the way you dress. I was like, my gear, I wore pants. I wore top and pants. All the girls wear booty shorts, man. You can see everything. And I'm like, and I'm the hoe. <laughs> and I'm the thing. I'm the most covered up here. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and people <laughs> and then if I hiked up the boobs it was like I just hear my mom and my mom said she's like well if you got it flaunt it and if you know her she's very like conservative but she told me she's like if you got it flaunt it I wish I did <laughs> I was like okay mom <laughs> um Alberto Amador asked how was it what was it like seeing Vince McMahon after 10 years Oh my goodness. You know, it was really good. Like, it was good to see him. And then he was nice. And he said, like, you know, to see the, like, the kindness, I'm like, oh, you know, the, it just makes me feel like, like everything's good. Like I'm in a good place. We're all in a good place. Everybody's doing good. And it's good to see each other doing good. Yeah. And that made me happy, you know? Good. <laughs> he, he's always been like a big father figure to everyone, you know, just, you know, the, Daddy of the house, pretty much. <laughs> okay, here's from Dati Mendoza. She says, I'm a huge fan of you, Melina. My question for you is, how did the sunset split, which is the split leg drop reverse DDT, come about? It was such a unique move. And also, why did you stop using the extreme makeover corner bulldog? Okay. Well, let's do the bulldog first, then the, okay. the, the sunset split. So okay. the, I stopped doing the corner bulldog one because, so what happened was not everybody, sometimes when you work with people and to give everybody an idea about my movesets, I chose everything where thinking in mind that everybody has to base me. And 
sometimes people can't base you. So everything that I, I chose was mostly like that anybody could take it or give it to me. <laughs> so that's, that's the reason I chose certain things that are in my repertoire. But when it came to the corner one, I just gave up because not everybody was basing me to be able to move fluidly around the corner. And I was just like, uh -huh. <laughs> 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 uh, I, and I just, you know, I don't want it to look crappy. So if it doesn't look good and they tried it a couple of times, it's still not looking great. Cut it out, cut it yeah. out because I rather it look good. And that's the one I'm going to keep. So that's awesome. Okay, here's the last question from from Laura. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, you have one more. Sorry, go ahead. This is a big reveal. This is a big reveal, and I feel I feel so bad. Like I feel so why? Bad. Because everyone acted like I thought like I invented it, and I was like, well, kinda ish, but not really not. And the thing is, is that um, John at the time um, we were watching videos, and he he'd watch videos of um, indie stuff. And then we were watching this one um, match and I saw this guy do it. And I was like, oh, what if I did the split with that? And it was, um, it was uh, Matt Sedol. Oh, <laughs> he did it. He did it. He created it. But I thought like, that would be good if I landed in a split. And so I thought like, I was like, oh my God, I, ju I just got my, like a finisher that's, you know, like my own, that's perfect for me. And so I started doing it. And then when the day came that he came backstage and I don't know if he got a contract by that time or they were considering giving him a contract and he was just there. But as soon as I met him and saw him and I was like, I, I looked at him, I was like, I am so sorry. Like he looked at me and he smiled. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm so sorry. And he, and he knew what I was talking about. And he's like, you know what? If anybody was going to steal a move and, and I mean, at least somebody's did it better than me. Like better than me. He's like, go ahead. He's like, use oh. it, use it. He's like, cause you're doing it better than me. And I was like, oh, I, wow. hugged him. I was like, thank you. I'm so sorry. What I a compliment. Was... <laughs> that's, that's a great compliment. You have no idea. People could hate me, like hate the character and tell me that I wasn't a good wrestler and that I'm not good enough or that I just, like they could like tear down the credit of, of my accomplishments and my knowledge of wrestling. But you know what? The best of the best have complimented me and praised me. And it doesn't even have to be publicly. I mean, I'm good knowing in my heart that I, you've done it good, Melina. <laughs> okay, here's, here's our last one from Lauren XOX. Uh, she says, my question for you, Melina is, how did you decide upon what you do for your entrance? Your entrance is one of the best entrances of all time. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, you hear those stories of how people invented something and it was just like, I was at the toilet and da -da 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 -da. you know what I mean? Like stupid stuff where it's like, really? That's how you had that genius moment. And that's the way I felt like when I thought of the entrance and granted it wasn't the toilet, but. <laughs> I was just with the guys and it was John and, um, oh my goodness, he's going to hate me. I'm forgetting, I'm brain farting on who it was um, that was also there, but it was like, they were trying to like, hey, well, when you come out and you do a, um, when you manage John, you should create, you should do an entrance, something people are going to remember because women do that. And I was like, oh, okay. And they were showing me and they were doing like all these sexy poses, stroking the robes and just like 
you know, guys pretending to be women. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I just dropped into the splits and I was like, is that, is that okay? And they're like, that's good. Do that. Do that. Because wow. I knew I did the splits, but I just didn't want to use it as a move because I thought, well, if I did the splits, it's like, it doesn't look like a fight. It looks like you're forcing the splits, like just to do it. Cause I can do it. And I didn't want to do that. I, I, so the entrance was a perfect way to say, okay, I have flexibility and it looks cool and it's different. And it boom. hurt me. It hurt <laughs> me when I watch you. I'll be like, ow. Like, ne- oh. Again, another one of those moments, but I never knew. And I never realized that it would be as big as it was. Like, I didn't know it would be that, that big. That's I, incredible. I <laughs> That's incredible. That's amazing. Um, I, so that was the last of our questions, and I'm sorry to everyone who wrote in, but we only have so much time for our interview. But you're going to be in Carthage, Texas on February 27th, correct? Yes. And so do you have any other appearances that are lined up after that or before that? Um, No, I'm still like trying to weigh everything out, trying to make sure about, you know, when it comes to the COVID Safety. situation. Yes, because I'm, I'm cautious of that. And I, it's more so it's not all it's not only because like for me because I think of my mom I don't want to get my mom sick I already lost my father for it from it you know and I don't want to ever put my mom in that kind of jeopardy and and it comes to other people too I want to protect others and you know taking these precautions we're helping each other out we're we're making sure that other people keep their family members very good that I I totally respect that but whenever you start coming out, Melina, I, I know a lot of people are going to be excited. I have quick, rapid questions for you that our, my listeners can uh, get to know you a little bit more, okay? All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Do you prefer tacos or burritos? Oh, burritos. Uh, would you rather skydive or swim with sharks? Swim with sharks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your favorite romantic movie? Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, Sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a cute one. Okay. What's for dinner tonight? Oh my goodness. I have, I actually don't know. <laughs> Maybe burritos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you prefer texting or talking? Texting. <laughs> and how old is the oldest pair of shoes in your closet? Oh my goodness maybe maybe 16 years old no 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 maybe 17 years old wow very nice (laughs) i'm a hoarder (laughs) (laughs) okay guys so if any of you guys want to get to know melina go to realmelina.com which is a website that's beautiful melina i love your website it's gorgeous Oh, thank you. That makes me happy. Yeah, it's for everyone to know anything and everything about Melina, which has her appearances, her merchandise, um, everything you need to know about Melina, go there. And you can find her on IG at Real Melina and Twitter at Real Melina. Is there anywhere else that people can find you? Um, YouTube, Real Melina. Uh, (laughs) Those are the important ones. All the social media links will be at realmelina.com. Okay, all right. Melina, I, I love you to pieces, and I'm so thankful you said yes to be on my show, and I, I'm, just, I'm just so honored to have you on and to be your friend, most of all. 
Oh, I love you. I miss you so much. I, I miss you too. I, I can't believe it. I wish I could redo um, London Comic Con again when we went out just because to make it last a little longer because I miss you so much. You know, it was such a long show. It wasn't like 10 hours on the floor. And I was just like, at the end of the night, we're just like, I just want to go to bed and kick off my heels. <laughs> and the heat too, that that made you tired. Oh, it was humid in there. The air conditioning and people were smelling. Really... I mean, everyone was smelling in that show. Like it was horrible. <laughs> uh, the fan that was like right in front of us, there was like babies and even dogs sitting in front of the fan because it was so hot. <laughs> well, I hope to get to work with you very soon at another Comic Con. I love you. God bless you. And stay healthy during this COVID. And if you need anything, please reach out to me. Oh, you too. I love you so much. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you again. On anytime, anytime for you. All right. Bye, beautiful. Love you, Vicky. Love you. Bye. <laughs> All right, everyone. That is the beautiful Melina. Thank you, Melina, for taking time out to be on my show. I am so grateful for your friendship and just the legacy that you've left for all the fans to remember. It's just incredible. And guys, I want to remind you, if you want to download my podcast, please do so. Go to your favorite podcast platform, download, like, click, subscribe, follow, comment, do all those good things and show me some love because I'm on season two, guys. I love my show. I love what I do and I hope that you're enjoying it just as much. So take care, God bless, take care of each other, and be kind. Hasta luego!